At the top of the hour, we've got Jeffrey Sidoris. I'm high above the traffic, <laughs> Bill, and it's a mess out there. I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> You know, it's funny, um, uh, Tom from Michigan, yeah. I have to send it to you, uh, sent us a voicemail. Yeah, you don't have I, to send it to me. I get those. Oh, do you get it too? Okay. Yeah. I didn't think it would actually still work. You, you, okay. I, I, yeah. I, I just set up a new number and it Wait, I sent, think I did. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been like two days ago. Anyway. Yeah, I think I, I think I did. Okay. Well, if you got it, then perfect. That um, one of the things he mentioned was he's just like, you know, I'm curious about what Jeffrey's up to nowadays. <laughs> oh, is this for an answer? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you need a minute to collect your thoughts? Uh, yeah. Where was that stack of mail I was just going to respond to? Uh, I may have won a cruise. No. Um, you know, that's a good question. That is a good question. And um, that's funny. It, okay. Full disclosure, we didn't plan this, right? No. Right. Uh, the, 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 the iteration that I'm working on right now is um, it, it's really talking about this and, and the title, the potential title. Mm. I think it's, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be called, I don't care what you think. And <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm, Wait I'm, for it. I'm 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 about to send you a a a printout that's on my wall right now. Oh yeah, okay. okay. All right. I'm, I'm I'm texting it to you right now. You'll get it momentarily. Uh, yeah. The idea behind it is, um, let's see. Yeah. Well, that's it. Stop worrying about what other people think. Yeah. That's kind of the the thing around it, right? Is yeah. is. And and I think we we know this intellectually, but it is hard to put it into practice when we're making things, right? Well, and we, I think that a lot of people would look at someone, let's take us out of it, would look at someone who claims to not be attaining whatever goals they've set up commercially or or you know overall external success or whatever. And they would say, well, the, your problem is, is that you're not giving people what they want. You should start making things catered towards the people that you know what i'm saying like that they turn the equation well, upside no, I down know what you're saying yeah you know and but i don't think that turning the equation my, upside down actually helps no i don't either in fact that's the whole point of the thing is if i'm yeah. if i'm you know I, I read something a while and was it in stephen king's book uh, on writing which is a terrific book yep. it, i can't remember where i read it it might have been in on writing i don't remember but the, the the premise is you're either in writer mode or you're in edit mode but you can't do both you're either getting the ideas down or you're refining them, right? And yeah. I think it, it, it works the same way. Gosh, this is so funny that Tom wrote this. Uh, I think it works the same way for, I, I can't speak for you, but I, I for me, if I'm in promotion or self-promotion mode, that takes way more energy and focus for me than I want it to because I'm not very good at it. And yeah. it, it takes away the energy from create mode. So if I'm worrying about what you think or how to get it out there or where to put it and all this other stuff, it, it takes away because it's a finite pool. It takes away from the energy that I have to make things. And, and that's where I get joy is in making things. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm second guessing and I'm looking at Bill sent me this, this photo. It's a, a what is it? I don't know, 11 by 17, something it's like 11 that. By, it's a it's letter sized piece of paper. I printed out. Yeah. Stop worrying about what other people think. Yep. Um, and it's hard because you think that, well, I, I've got to give you, like you just said, I got to give you what you want. You're right. I got, but in the, it, it, the reality of it is how much great art came out of a focus group. Right. You know, I, I love that, uh, uh, the, the well, executives, pretty, pretty much everything for the Medici's, but yeah, yeah right. <laughs> the, 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 the executives are now chiming in on, on taking credit for, uh, for Barbie crossing the billion dollar mark. Well, you know, uh, I, I just read this tweet this morning, uh, Comcast, NBC universal told Nolan's story of Oppenheimer. No, Nolan yeah. told that story with yeah. a bunch of really talented actors and technicians and right. You gave like, him money and then you sold it. 
Yes. Good for you. Yeah. You know, and the same thing like, oh, well, we're so happy that we enabled Greta. Ger no, you didn't. No, 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 no. This was this was Greta's vision and and a, a collaborative effort between the production personality actors. Like, yeah, to your point, you wrote the check. So mm, let's not do that. Yes. Um, so uh, the short answer, <laughs> which I think we've passed already <laughs> to Tom's question, is I'm coming to terms with being able to be in the incredibly fortunate position to be able to do kind of what I want. But now getting to that point where I, where I, I no longer want to worry about what's expected or, or what people might like. And, and, you know, it's so funny, gosh, I'm thinking about this. You know, I've got a ton of paintings in my basement studio and a lot of them I really don't like because I, I, I think either conscious, well, I know consciously and subconsciously I was thinking, well, this stuff's not going to be, this is not going to be well received over here. So I think what I'll do is I'll modify what I'm doing is I'll, I'll take some of this and I'll just, I'll just water it down a little bit and oh, I'll make you it don't, more. You don't like it because you changed it for other people. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll take some of what I'm doing over here, but I'm going to make it more, more uh, relatable or more easily digestible, like whatever it is. And, but then, 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 then I, I'm still stuck in this. Well, well, what do you do with it? How do you, do you just put it in a store? Do you put it in a gallery? Do you, how do you talk about it? What do you say about it? Where, where does it live? You know, all of these things. And I've talked about this in this, in this iteration. So if you do read or listen to the iteration, you'll hear some of this because I'm, it's still very fresh in my mind. I'm, I'm, I've still got the thing on the screen ready to, ready to, but, but to, there are some it. people who would argue that if it's not on the wall in this thing, then it really isn't seen. And then what is the purpose of it? Well, it, I'm not I'm, taking that tact. I'm just saying that there are people who, who would say that, right? That just okay. like, yes, there are. And, yeah. and I would ask you, uh, and maybe, maybe I'm going to be surprised by the answer, but did you take drabbles for you or for somebody else? Oh, for me. There you go. Right. No, that's absolutely. why you do it. Right, 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 right. You can either shoot for you or you can shoot for Buzzfeed. And I guarantee you the stuff that you shoot for Buzzfeed is going to look very different than what you shoot for you. Oh, what I, yeah. What I shoot for me is almost always my favorite work. Right. Um, but you know, it's funny. You said the editor mode and the creator mode, right? That you mm -hmm, brought up. Mm -hmm. Does, does, does the creator mode ever scare you? Like, do you ever, do you ever flip the switch to creator side and then you walk into the room and you're like, mm, I don't know if I want to walk into that room. Almost just, oh, well, yeah, almost sure. like the, 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 um, the potential is frightening. I, I do. Or daunting I, I, or you know, intimidating. I don't know what the right word yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah, I do. But I wonder how much of that is brought on by that sort of, uh, by that thing you've got on your wall there. By, by am I worried about what I'm going to create or if I, am I worried about whether what I'm going to create will be liked, accepted, yeah. bought? Yeah. Or, or, here's a good question. Are you more afraid of making something that you think is bad or are you worried that you're not going to make something good? Does that make sense? Like there, it's, it's a distinction. Um, well, that's a good question. Am I worried about making something that's bad? I don't think so. Cause I make a lot of things that I think are bad. And, and it doesn't, it doesn't bother you. It doesn't, it doesn't discourage you the next time. It discourages me in the moment, but I think, you know, so, so much of, so much of what I make is iterative in the sense that it, it may not end up being anything on that panel or in that canvas or, or whatever, but it might lead somewhere else. Yeah. So, and, and I'm really quick to judge myself. Uh, I don't know if you know this about me, Bill. Very mm, quick to judge myself. I don't know. We haven't talked much. I don't, <laughs> I don't know that much about you. I mean, yeah. maybe as we get to know each other. A we, it all, it, it's, I don't know, man, there's an acceptance in, I, I know, and I think you probably feel the same way about yourself. I know that I have a certain set of, of skills and abilities and, and, and interests, and, uh, I'm able to make choices that are unique to me because they come on the back of those skills and experiences. And I, I, I know you're the same way. Yep. Um, I think what trips us up 
is when we put something out and there are crickets, that's when, when Pressfield's resistance creeps in, right? And go, and you go, well, I thought that was a good photo or I thought that was a good piece of writing or I thought that was a good film or I thought that was a good song or like whatever it is, but maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, you know? And I think it's, it's really just kind of a matter of staying the course and, um, and trying to get to the core of, of what it is that you're trying to say, not, not what it is that you're trying to say through this, this group of, of people you know, it gets, yeah, I, I, yeah. you know, this morning I was, um, texting with my friend who's a listener of the show mm-hmm. and, uh, I was sending him some stuff. He's like, yeah, I'll listen to it or I'll, 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 I'll check that out after I'm done with OTP. And I was like, okay, that's funny. <laughs> but, um, he recently, he's getting into video stuff mm-hmm. and we were talking about commercial success and, and hope I'm not talking out of school by saying this, but like we were just talking about commercial success and how having some commercial success can keep the sort of demons at bay. You know, if how other people, how do you mean, if other people think that what I'm, if I'm working a lot and other people think I'm the work I'm doing for them is good, then I don't have a lot of reason to question myself or my abilities. Mm, you know? Okay. 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 Yeah. Because you're seeing results on the back of those abilities, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's, okay. that's the angle, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and I, and I said, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I've had some commercial success in my life, but I said, I, I, I kind of feel like I've gave up on that a while ago. Cause I, for me, for, in my experience, it ends up being a bit fleeting, right? It ends up being, yeah, it's great while it's happening, but then it goes away. It's sort of, um, you know, it feels great up on the stage when people are applauding, but eventually you're back in your hotel room and you're alone again. Right. So yeah, trying to, trying to write the next thing that'll right. get you back up on the stage and get them applauding. Right. So basing yeah. my self-worth on the applause is a very dangerous thing for me to do, you know, is a dangerous thing to cater towards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to find a way to not care how many followers I have, not care how many likes I get. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. Because it's never made me happy getting lots of likes or getting lots of followers. I mean, other than people listening to this show, that's great. Yeah. Um, And honestly, that's not even being, being, being uh, facetious. It's, you know. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it it is honest. Yeah. Us, us connecting with people is like the best part. But but our own but our own work, um, I I don't know if in the scheme of my life that is what will ultimately make me happy, you know. Um, I said to my wife yesterday, I said, you know, if if we live our lives the way we're living it right now, like the level that we live right now, which is fine, you know, I'm like I'm that's fine. That's that's all I ever need. I don't need. You mean like sort of socioeconomic? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay, okay, you know, okay, okay. I don't need a bigger house. I don't need a super success. Like if I lived like this with you for the rest of my life, that I would be happy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And there's some, I don't know, sort of um, uh, relief valve involved in that, you know? It's like where 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 you're where you're no longer trying so hard to fulfill the thing and you sort of it's 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 almost like um you sort of give up having to run the race it's like yeah i know that guy's gonna lap me but that's okay i'm running my race you know yeah i'm running against myself yeah uh it's it's one of the reasons why i'm the rowing machine it's like i never take rowing classes i'm not whatever i look at my times and i'm a little slower this year than i was last year because i was rowing even more last year and i was pushing myself more and i've had covid since then and whatever you know what i mean so i'm a little slower i'm like does it matter no, it doesn't. I'm still on no. the thing doing the rowing. So, you know, as, as a metaphor for creative work. Right. Um, and rowing. Um, so I don't know, it, you know, it's, you're exactly right though. I mean, my mom used to say that when I was growing up, she's like, run your own race. Don't worry yeah. about what everybody else is doing. Run your own race. Yeah. It's hard. It's a difficult thing to do. I mean, you know, I try to sort of imbue this on the younger people in my life. 
mm-hmm. who get really wrapped up in what other people are doing. And, oh, those people have it all figured out. When It's like, no, they don't. <laughs> Very few people have it all figured out. And even the ones who do will later f- figure out that they didn't have it all figured out and they wanted something completely different in reality, you know. Um, and that's okay, you know. I don't think anybody ever has it figured out. Um, yeah, I wonder if you, if it's, is it really just not figuring, not, it's not figuring out, but it's, it's, it's coming to a place of understanding how you're going to react. Oh, I see. So it's, it's, it's sort of having the emotional skills to not be reactive in a lot of ways. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean, when if somebody says to me, you know, I hate this picture you took of me or, you know, yeah, I really don't like that one or, you know, some sort of generally critical thing or bitingly critical thing that used to suck me down into the depths. Yeah, but it's no, it's Bill. It's still a win because you've affected somebody emotionally. Well, yeah. I mean, nowadays I can look at it and go, whatever. Like, so we have different taste. If I like it, that's great. Yeah. You're, you're, but you're, you're even more right where to say that the fact that they even came back to me and said something means that they really looked at it and had some opinion and took the energy to actually say something about it. Right. Which I mean, either means I really affected the them or thing. jerks, you know? Yeah. You don't want people to just walk by, yeah. you know, have, yeah. have some sort of reaction, have some sort of, you know, if I, if I can make something that, that snaps you out of a routine and you get thinking about something else. Good or bad, whether you love it, whether you hate it, whether you go, why the hell did you do this? Why did you make this choice? Yeah. Great. That's a conversation. That's a potential conversation. Well, let's talk about why I made that choice. What, what choice would you have made? Let's right. talk about that. Right. Right. I love that. You know, do they usually answer? Or does that sort of put them back on their heel? You know, it, it depends on the person, you know, I, I think a, a, we're, we're almost conditioned to dismiss criticism but if it's dismiss all criticism or dismiss criticism that we disagree with or something i don't know i'm just uh, maybe e- either and or both yeah. you know it, it's again i think it's how you react to something i mean i uh sean told me this story about there was a comedian who said something like if, if you're not walking half the room you're doing it wrong you know you you want to yeah. you want half of them to be on your side and half of them to think you're crap sure, sure. um and I kind of love that idea of of love it, hate it, but just don't ignore it. You know, let's talk let's talk about what you do or don't like. But if it doesn't if it doesn't register at all, then I I tend to interpret that as more of a failure than if you didn't like it because I couldn't I couldn't even get you to notice it. Right. right whatever right. it is. Yeah. But how does that all of that fit into the idea of not caring what people think? This is this is the this is the the crux of the problem, right? Yeah, I think because caring for for me, I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, caring too much about what people think paralyzes me. Yes. At a certain level. Sure. Like if if I care about what you think while I'm making something or worse, before I even start making it, oh my gosh, then I lose. Because now I've taken me out of it, yeah. Right, I've taken you know. It, it, I think what one of the things I said in in the in the piece was, you know, what I think you want me to do, what I think you want me to make, is what interests me because that's hopefully what interests you. You're you're seeing this thing and you go, yeah, we we like your point of view. We like what you see in the world and how you interpret it and the questions you ask or or you know whatever it is. And it may not be congruent with their point of view, but that's the whole point. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and if I, if I second guess that and go, well, they really liked number four, or maybe I should just redo number four. You know, it, it, it takes, it, it takes me out of making and I'm simply remaking. Yeah. There's definitely something to the idea of, well, I, I think that there's, I think that's part of what's going on in the world right now is that people don't want to accept that other rational people can have other opinions and other ways of thinking and seeing things. Right. And I think that that's true also of art and stuff, you know? Um, yeah. 
and and opinions of things. It's like, well, I wouldn't have made that movie that way, and I enjoyed it. It's not what I would have made or what I would have done, but you know, it's it's good. Or it's nothing like I would have done, and that's what makes it amazing because I wouldn't have even thought to do it that way. Yeah, that happens yeah. all the time. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. I'm constantly looking for those things. Where it's it's not that I disagree with it; it's just that it's just out of left field. Yeah. Um, those are the ones that really get me too. I'll look at, I mean, if I look at somebody's work that's well-known or popular or something and I'll think, yeah, that's not good. And people love it. And it's like, well, you know what? We different tastes, you know, I'm not saying that those people who love it are wrong. I'm just saying, it's just like, eh, I don't think it's good. But then simultaneously I'll see other stuff where I just think, even if I don't think it's good, I'll, I'll think, man, that was an interesting idea. Like, I don't know if they did it right in my opinion or, Maybe it's it's an interesting idea that I that I wish that I had had before them, you know, or something mm. like that. But I'll look at it and I'll go, man, I wouldn't even thought of that. Yeah. And that those are almost more frustrating, right? It's not just like, oh, you know, that person's really good and what they make is really amazing and like, ah, it's like I'm not that good. But then you look at it and you go, man, I don't know that if I, I would have thought of that, which means that I'll never be that good because I don't think – but I, even I, good is is super subjective. Oh, totally relative. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you you've written you've written some screenplay screenplays recently. Yeah. That, I mean, is it The Godfather? I don't know. But do you need to write The Godfather? Right. Probably not. Somebody else already wrote The Godfather. Yeah. I mean, it's it's we don't need another Mario Puzo. We need a Bill Wadman. We don't sure. need another. You know whatever we need we need Tom from Michigan to be Tom from Michigan we don't need to be him to be someone else yeah we definitely don't want Tom from Michigan to be somebody else yeah and and i think that's where where i've i've gotten to like with with my own paintings for example i love these propaganda pieces but i i i got in my own head and i was like ooh people aren't going to like this it's too it's too polarizing it's too for, edgy yeah, people. Oh, it's 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 really political out there, and yeah, but okay. And what if it I, is? I'm, I'm not making them to be. This is the other thing. I'm not making them to be provocative. I just like the imagery, and it it in many ways the, the things that I do are a reflection of how I see the world. You know, I grew up at a time when there were still desk drills for you know bombs being dropped. I mean, this is cold sure, warm. Sure. I still remember under being under my desk in elementary school, you know, so there's a, there's a fear of the world that I still have. There's a, there's a, there, there are, you know, things around, around power and greed and, and, you know, and then on a personal level, there are things around abandonment and loss and all of those things come out in the, in the work that I do. I just get stuck thinking, well, what if this doesn't resonate? with people, but my God, how many people can't relate to loss? Right. How many people can't relate to being afraid of something that they can't control? How many people can't like all of this stuff is, is infinitely relatable because yeah. it's so personal, entirely universal. Yes. But and I've, I've concocted this story in my head that, well, nobody's going to relate to this and this is going to be blah, 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 blah. It's also interesting that, you know, you have these fears that you claim you claim to have, if you really have those fears. <laughs> if um, if you if if you're really afraid, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you have these fears. But fear in itself is a really odd thing, right? Because it it's it doesn't stop bad things from happening, no. right? And at least some of the things that you're afraid of still that may actually haunt you a little bit. I don't mean mm -hmm. to oversell that, but you know what I mean. No, you're 100 percent right. Um are very unlikely to happen to you at this point in your life where you are in your life. Well, I mean, yeah, I think that's, that's part of this sort of irrationalness of it. Yeah. Um, you know, but, but I can also very easily just because it's my personality, I can very easily conflate one of those with something else, mm. you know, oh, I, I mean, see. the odds, yeah, yeah. the odds of, of, uh, a, a nuclear first strike by Russia against the U.S. is probably pretty slim at the moment. Sure. But I can go, well, if that's really slim, then I can replace that with this that isn't slim. There is right. a chance that this can happen or there is a chance that, that this is going to go wrong. Yeah. 
and the 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 guy who cut you off in a parking lot who's pissed at you in his car is suddenly like the boogeyman from your closet from a kid um hmm you know that's a weird one because it like uh, that specific situation the boogeyman I, in the closet no 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 somebody like cutting you off yeah I, th- I think we have gotten to a point and we've, we've seen and heard stories where those things do escalate. Yeah. That's the trigger that that person, you, you yelling at them for cutting you off is exactly the trigger that they need to just completely go ballistic. Yeah. And I don't want to be responsible for somebody, you know, pulling out a, a weapon and, and, you know, pumping round after round into my car because right. I had the audacity to call them on their bullshit. Right. 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 It's not right, worth right. it to me. Yeah. You know, and it, it used to be, I used to yell back at people and I used to get. Taking chances that. Um, they didn't used to exist, or at least maybe they weren't as prevalent. Maybe they did exist, but man, it just seems like. You read like, oh, somebody shot his neighbor because his dog was barking. Yeah, he wouldn't, yeah, yeah, like yeah. all this weird stuff. And right. like, I, I don't want to be on the receiving end of that kind but the of. The flip side is that there are 350 million people in America now. And those yeah. things, I mean, while they do happen, are very unlikely to, 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 to impact you. Just statistically, I mean. Yes, but then again, you know, there was a shooting at the metro station just down the street from our house a month or so ago. Yeah, the four people got stabbed at the at the thrift store that Adrian goes to. Like, it just yes, the odds are still great, yeah. but it's yeah, it's getting that circle is getting tighter. Or it feels like it's getting tighter. But how do you how do you not let all of that stop you from living your life? Uh, that's a very good question. Because I think on some level, it does stop me from living my life. I think on some level, it does. If it doesn't stop me, at least it, it, it at the very least gives me pause on occasion for, for where I might go or what I might do. Sure. Um, and there are some people for whom, if that is the case, that can spiral out of, that can, that can go down a bad rat hole. Yeah. You become a shut in or you become, yeah. 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 And I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to let it. And it sounds like I'm just completely neurotic. (laughs) Um, it does. It sounds that way, huh? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to come off like just this complete, I'm not scared of leaving my house, but I'm also not unconcerned. About leaving my house. Right. Right. And I think as these things happen closer, you know, to, to closer to home within this, they get closer to the circle around my life, you know, the circle around the people I love or the circle around, you know, whatever it is. Sure. Um, you know, in the same way that COVID became much more real when I knew people who died. Yep. You know, it, until then it was, it was, well, it's them. It's this hypothetical. It's, oh, look at all these statistics. But then that first person that you know dies and you go, oh, yep. this just became a lot more real. Do you think that, that COVID, both the being shut in stuff and the fear you're talking about affected you long-term? Did you go um, backwards? And that is, implies that there's a forwards, but, um, I mean, I know that it still affects me. Yeah. You know, I think about airports and, and, you know, not so much the airplane, um, because the filtration is so good, like all that kind of stuff. But, yep. you know, then there, there's another thing now, now that with, with rising temperatures, you've got you've got much more turbulence when you're flying across country because the jet streams are being disrupted and like all of these things that are, so now it's, I have to, I have to check myself so that I don't replace. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I had to do it. (laughs) I would have been disappointed if you hadn't. (laughs) Um, You know, I have to, I have to really 
be conscious of not just replacing one thing with another because I have to have something to worry about. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You know, and that's yeah. hard. It's, it's hard because I also, I also think that, that, well, it's not that I think we can see that there's so much stuff happening on so many different fronts that it's hard to moderate or maybe not moderate, modulate what to let through and what to keep out. Yeah. I mean, I think that and this is just my opinion and I feel the same way about it, but in hearing what you're talking about, it sounds like you spend a lot of energy carrying other people's, not other people's problems, but, but your other people's responsibility around, you know, like that. And I do the same thing. I, I find that the, the people who, who I admire, who are successful in what they're trying to do seem to be far more myopic than I am. And you tend to be, you know what I mean? That they, that they, they're not thinking about all of those other things. Cause you know what? I can't control those other things. Yeah. I can yeah, only I, control I mean, what's it, in front of me and what I'm doing. And so I'm just going to put all my energy into that and I'm not going to spin for 20 minutes on whether or not something bad happens to me when I go to the airport or whatever. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's the goal, right? That's, that's certainly one of the goals that I have is, is to let go of that stuff. Yeah, sure. And, and to go, yeah, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to go here and I'm going to make the, it's all connected somehow. Oh God. I mean, it, it may not, you, do you know, think, but do you think uh, there's part of your brain? And I definitely think this is me that looks for these things in order to give myself excuses. Of course. Right. Right. <laughs> of course. But see, the thing is here we are, you're looking through it, right? You see, you see that that is just this, 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 you know, transparency of BS over the top of what you're trying to do. Yes. That, that could just be like slid away. Well, but it's, it's theoretically, I'm not saying it's, that it's easy it's to do. It's the genius of a, of a, of a good conspiracy theory, right? Sure. Yep. Yeah. It all Colonel sounds like it's, yeah, it sounds like it's completely ludicrous except for this one yeah, little you know, thing. Those planes do put out those contrails. Yeah. And you go, yeah, all of this is ridiculous. Uh, except that <laughs> there was this one thing that was in the news. So you, sure. you, you, you latch onto that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's, I think in this, the lesson in this season of my life is letting go. That is the lesson is, is to let go of judgment, to let go of fear, to let go of expectation, to let go of, of, uh, of the fears that, I mean, what? let's go back to the great Gary Busey, false evidence appearing real, right? That's how sure. he defines fear. And for much of the things that I am nervous, anxious, fearful of, at least within the sphere of my life, those things are false. They don't exist for me, but I have to make them exist for me so that I can react to them, be yep. afraid of them, be conscious of whatever it is, wherever that falls on the continuum. When you said this season of my life, do you mean winter, spring, summer, fall, or do you mean like, you know, season 26 of the Sopranos? I mean like season 56 with, okay. you know, statistically only 15 more seasons left. Yeah. 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 That's you, what I mean. Do you think about life that way? Yes. Sorry, each should I think about that? Should I should I, should I take a little more time? <laughs> that 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 each year is a is a is a thing, and once it's over, you're moving on to the next one. It's not a continuum. It's a it's 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 um, decimated that way. It's I mean it is a continuum. Quantized. It is a continuum, but I think a lot of how I look at life has been um, affected and maybe even transformed by the amount of loss I've experienced in my life. Sure. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't want to get super heavy, but with a very few exceptions, everybody I've ever loved is dead or gone right. or out of my life somehow with a very few exceptions. There's a very small core group and I'm, I am grateful to no end and you know who you are, but man, there's been a lot. Right. And so I think that affects. Yes, it's the, yeah, it's, it's the fear of losing the next one. Yes, that arguably stops you from 
squeezing the most out of the lemon. Yeah. If I squeeze too hard, maybe it'll fall. Yeah. 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 It's, so it's, it's, I mean, yeah, I think, I think it's true in relationships. I think that's true in, I mean, to a smaller micro extent, even in creative projects, right? It's like, man, I could put it all into this one, but if I do that, what happens for the next one? Right. Maybe I should hold back that idea. Oh, that's another idea for this other thing. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. You hit that right on the head. If I put it all in, you know, if I write born to run now, yeah. <laughs> You know, I got dancing sure. in the dark left in the tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bruce, but come on. Yeah, no, no. Born to Run album is the best album, I think. Just putting that out. Yeah, I mean, there there is definitely... Thunder wow. Road, are you kidding me? Anyway, yeah. Yeah. no, you're, you're, you're totally right. I remember um, seeing um, George Martin had a quote a while Beetle back. Beetle George Martin? Yeah. And it was, you know, something along the lines of, you know, if, 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 um, if you don't, if you don't use it, it's, you know, you need to use an idea. Yeah. Wait, I have it written down. Yeah. Never save a good idea. Do it. Says George Martin. See, I kind of love that. Cause there will always, there will be another idea. But, but I think part of where I go with that is. What if the idea is good, but I am not yet good enough to realize yeah, the, that your, idea? Your execution not, isn't up to the level of the idea. Yes. If sure. I wait and I and I, I get better at this thing, whatever this thing is, I might be able to do that idea better. Sure. Because right now I, I don't, I, I might yeah, screw it up. No one says that you can't do it over again. Billy, no. Joel, Billy Joel, She's Got Away was on, you know, Cold Spring Harbor before he ever really got signed to anything. But the version that everyone knows is the live version from yeah. 1980 or whatever. Yeah. Well, and, and you've got, you know, the great Brian Eno saying, I think I've only ever had one idea that I've just been chasing my whole life. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm snorting just because it's like, yeah, it, it, maybe it is that simple. Do people want to hear that, though? Or do they want to hear that you're a fountainhead of 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 creative magic? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would if if I I mean I don't I don't think I've had that one He's like, I haven't even had the one idea. I, know, I, don't, I don't think I've <laughs> I mean maybe but maybe you know, then again, going back to what I was saying about the work, maybe maybe channeling my anxiety into visual form, maybe that's my idea. And I'm just refining that. And it, and it changes as my anxieties change. Right. Right. I don't know. I mean, I've always know. been a fan of refinement. Mm -hmm. um, More so than making something new. Well, I think even when I think I'm making something new, it's just a larger jump of refinement. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That it, mm -hmm. that it, I don't know that it ever, I don't know that any of us ever really have a huge leap as much as we think we do. Hmm. I think it's always kind of there. I don't know. I, I don't know how to put that. That's uh, so. If if you look at your body of work back to two thousand what six? Yeah. Do you do you see a thread that we don't see that ties it all together? Um. I think the stuff that I make now that I think is really good, the same thing that I think is good is all the way back there. I'm just better at doing it. Yes. Really? Yeah. Which, which is both so heartening can, because can, it's, it's, hold on a second. Have, hold on a yeah, second. Sure. Go back for a second. Can you, the thing that you, that you see, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but this yep. is fascinating to me. The thing that you see as good now, it, it has gotten better with your skill. Part one. Is that right? Yes. I think okay. so. If you look back on that work do you see that same thing then or was that was that thing only visible to the then bill like you don't even see it now anymore no i think sense? it was visible back then and i thought i was executing it well then but i look back now and see that i wasn't executing it well or a lot of that has to do with like post-production stuff too um uh, but but yeah i think that i've always I think that I am not 
a great I think that I am not a great artist, but I think that I have some sense of what looks good and I can fake it really well. You know what I mean? I'm a good man. Yeah. Yeah. But and, I, need and to, sometimes I need to sit that, with that for a minute. Sometimes that might be all. There, there might be people who are very successful who would say the same exact thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily know that that's true, but that's how it feels to me. I'm sure others might disagree with that and be like, no, what are you talking about? I think this is really original for X, Y, Z reasons. Did you feel that way then? Did you feel that way when you first started? I felt that way about everything I've ever done in my life. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, hold hold on one second. Hold on one second. Yeah. I mean, I, it's part of what frustrates me and really knocks me down when I get down is just like, well, yeah, you can continue being a good mimic, mm-hmm. which a lot of people have been and a lot of people are. And maybe everyone is and they're just better at hiding the mimicry. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but, you know, are you ever, Wadman, are you going to actually ever say anything? Okay. Wow. I don't, I don't know that I have, I mean, I I mean, I think that I, I think that I've put out stuff that other people could say that I've said something. And you don't see a voice in your work. I mean, there's a consistent look. We've talked about that. Sure. There's a consistency to it. But is that a voice? And well, here's the thing. I enjoy the process of making the images, Mm -hmm. whether my images are, are some, you know, Dostoevsky's levels tome that somebody can look at after I'm dead and mm-hmm. say, oh, look, the human race is better off for Bill having taken these pictures. Right. God, right. Here's what know. he was trying to say. Right. Yeah. Which is probably what probably what ultimately gets me down is the is this frustration with. I mean, I felt this way about design i felt this way about music it's like i can do it and i can i can do it in a way that other people who do it will respect me and i can do it in a way that people who don't know what they're talking about will say wow you're really good at that but i don't feel like i'm good at that but i but i'm one but sometimes i wonder if that's true of everyone who makes stuff and they just don't want to Mm -hmm. say it Mm -hmm. you know like i'm willing to say it to thousands of people (laughs) Right, right. Where I think that there's a lot of people who maybe feel that way, but that's just a scary thing to admit, you know? Well, yeah, because you can't, I mean, on some level, you can't, you can't be the expert, but say that you don't know what you're doing. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I mean, you could. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But, but yes, that is, I think that that is a. Not a problem, but I think that that is something in my, I think it's psychologically what makes my work frustrating. It's it's why I really enjoy making the work, mm-hmm. uh, but have a hard time. And I think my work is, you know, not as good as anybody's, but is up there and competent. And I could get, I could do whatever job you need me to do. If you need somebody mm-hmm. to take portraits, mm-hmm. sure, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it's something be behind me when I'm trying to sell myself. That's just like, yeah, you're selling a lie. You yeah. Know? You yeah, sit on a throne yeah. of lies. You know? right. like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean this, this, uh, not surprisingly, this cuts, this cuts deep. I mean, it, it's, I love making the work. Same as you. I love it. Sure. But my God, don't ask me to talk about it. Don't yeah. ask me to promote it. Don't right. ask me to tell you why I think you should like it. Because I mean, I can talk about my work, but I can't sell it. That's yeah. the part that I have. That's where I hit a wall. Mm. Like mm. I can get, I mean, I, I refound that talk I gave at B&H a few years ago. Mm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's like two and a half hours long. And yeah. I haven't watched it, but I when I was making it, when I was standing up there and talking to people, um, I quite enjoyed it. And I think that I'm a, you know, can keep people's attention. I'm a fine speaker, but I can do that because that's mm-hmm. like me talking about my kids. If, but if you rewatched it, would you believe you? 
knowing what you know now about how you. I hope that I would. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think I'm lying when I'm saying it. I just no, 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 think no, no, that no, it's, not... it's, it's, it's the, the deeper level of, okay, now what? Like you have this opportunity. Here's the soapbox, stand up on it, say what mm-hmm. you want to say. And I get up there and I'm, I can, I can put sentences together and I can sound like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, I have a, I have a plastic shovel from high school in my closet right now because the guy who taught social studies my freshman year of high school, Mr. Elges, I was in his class. He had classes, you know, senior classes, junior classes, whatever. Mm -hmm. But there was always one person in the class got the golden shovel every year and they were the best BSer. Mm. I won the golden shovel, you know. And maybe I've always just been using the golden shovel. But maybe that's enough. Maybe no, but th- maybe that goes back to the whole idea of no one ever has it together. No one knows what they're doing. Maybe it's just, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm saying that out loud and other people are like, well, I don't know what I'm doing either, but I'm not going to admit it. Right. Because that's scary. But there's a freedom in admitting it. Yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah. There's a freedom in going, look. Man, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm I'm trying to go forward. Whatever yeah. forward even is. Sure. You know, because forward forward implies a destination, right? Yep. Yep, 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 yep. But I but you know, and and to some extent in our society or in success or in money or in jobs you do, there is some level of success. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that that there is um there is some definition and that's where you get stuck into what other people think. Right. Yeah. Which is really a giant waste of time. Um, oh, now you tell me. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> somebody had to do it. Um, yeah. You got to get on your other thing. Yeah, I do. Uh, hey, can I throw a quick um, photographer of the weekend and we'll continue yes. next week? Please. Uh, yes, you, please. Have you, have you uh, seen Christian Whitkin's work? Uh, I don't think we've used him before. Christian Witkins. Yes. Witkin, uh, singular. Christian Witkin. W-I-T-K-I-N. Oh, I like this. That first shot. Wow. Look at that. Uh, Yeah. In the mirror. Yeah. Um, But you go through, he was a guy who was one of Coupon's assistants back in the day who then hit it big in the late 90s and shot a lot of stuff for like Spin Magazine and all kinds of stuff. And a uh, lot of film work and stuff, but he's, I just, he's got a, is he, what's Is he shooting large format? Uh, he does sometimes shoot big. Yeah. I think, I think it's four by five that he's shooting. Wow. When he, um, the Gandolfini and Buscemi, Buscemi portraits look impossibly detailed. Yeah. 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 And I'm sure there's, you know, some sharpening involved and whatnot, but yes, absolutely. Um, Wow. Yeah, and I, I, I really like his work. And if you go look at his um, his uh, Witkin photo on Instagram, mm. um, uh, if you go back a bit, he did these he did these portraits. Uh, they're a little bit while back now um, where he stuck these women in front of this sort of like white painted background that he, he, he had made. I'll find it. And I'll put it in the show notes. But I just love the look of this, and it's just sort of overlit by. I think it's just a, um, a. Uh, uh, I think it's just the sun, like a sunlight. Uh, uh, what's the thing up above? Ah. A, a scrim? No, no, no. I mean actual sun, a, a skylight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whitkin, hold on. Whitkin photo. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whitkin photo. I will. Uh, I will send you a thing of what I meant, Jeffrey. Boom. Um, I texted you a link to like the one. It's just these like cool. This one happens to have uh, nudity in the second picture, so I'm just warning you. But, oh, this is the one that I really liked here. This one. I don't know why, but this is this is the kind of simplicity that I just makes me happy. Oop, did I just send you the same one again? Whoops, sorry. Um, this is the kind of simplicity that just makes me happy. So Christian's out in LA, but he's uh, I've I've never met him, but he's uh, he's regretted. I like that. I like that background. It's just like white paint on canvas or on like really rough burlap or something you see how it's like got oh, space yeah. between it yeah i don't know i just like it he's just got a he's got a look that i like anyway he's a yeah, oh, and if, uh, if you go to the next picture you can see the daylight studio you can see there's uh the little scrimmia set up over the top of just nothingness 
Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So anyway, Christian Wiccan. I mean, he does lots of other really beautiful stuff. And when you pull through his archives, they're crazy. But I will put some wow. things in yeah, the show good. notes. Good. Yeah, very good. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to put your Substack in the uh, show notes. Anything else? Uh, no, I think we're okay. good. We'll continue I want to continue on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there, I think we we opened up some things that I would love to go a little deeper on. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, wow. uh, we'll talk to you next. <laughs> Was week. not expecting this one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. It's good. It's got me thinking. August, man. August. I know. <laughs> Buckle up. All right, we'll talk to you later.